Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. It is Wednesday. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. Wednesday, of course, means that it's match day Arsenal in action later on this evening at Brentford in the Carabao Cup. Tough looking game, this one for Arsenal. So we're going to spend today's episode looking at the match, looking at who might feature, looking at what both managers have had to say. Uh, I'll do a predicted 11, which will be hopelessly wrong because it is virtually impossible to predict an 11 for this one. But I'll give it a good go to see how wrong I'm going to be. So we'll look at that. i also discuss unfortunate injury to Sambi Lokonga as well. So let's get started then, shall we? As I said, big game for Arsenal. So, well, is it a big game? I don't know. I mean, when you talk about the sort of levels of importance that are competitions that Arsenal are going to be playing in this season, this, of course, I think would be the lowest of the priorities. But... Having said that, I would very much Arsenal like Arsenal to go on a good cup run in the Carabao Cup this year. Um, yeah, of course, you just want Arsenal to win every game. You want Arsenal to win trophies. And there's only four of them on offer. And two of them, probably three of them, but two of them are very, very hard to win. Um, and so I don't think Arsenal are in a position just to throw away cup competitions by any means. So I'd like to see them have a really good crack at this one tonight. They do have a difficult game here. We know how strong Brentford are at home. They've only lost a few games, or they did get a bit of a beating by Everton in the Premier League. Uh, was it last weekend or the weekend before that at home? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that one. Thomas Frank has been speaking ahead of the game. I was watching him today in his press conference, and he was certainly suggesting that they are going to go strong tonight. He was saying he wants a cup run. He said he's going to pick as strong a side as he possibly can for this one. So it suggests they're not going to make too many changes and will be near enough full strength. I don't think that is what we're going to see from Arsenal today. I think they will certainly make changes. 
and they will not be at full strength. So it's going to be a really difficult game. But I still think Arsenal have got enough in their squad to produce a decent performance tonight. Um, and there's going to be lots of attention, I think, focused on Emil Smith-Rowe. Sam, Sam Dean at Telegraph, of course, good friend of this channel, been on a couple of times. I'll get him on again soon. He wrote a good piece that I retweeted today. If you haven't found it yet, go over to my social media or go straight to Sam's social media and uh, you'll find it. He's done a good piece in a sort of as a preview for this game on Smith Row. So in 499 days it has been since he last started a game for Arsenal. 499. It's mad. You've got to go all the way back to that horrible night at Newcastle um, when Arsenal's top four chances were blown away at the end of previous season, not last season, the season before that. It was the last time Smith-Rowe started, 499 games for a player who was so important, who was one of the first names on the team sheet not so long ago. It's been a pretty mad sort of fall away from prominence, really. Yes, there's been injuries and stuff like that, but I don't think you can just put it down to injuries. Um, Mikel, actually, I'll bring that. I've got the quotes here. Mikel's been speaking about him a lot in the build-up to this game. He spoke a lot about in the embargoed section of the press conference he held last night. So the, pay, the quotes weren't in the live section. They went in the papers for this morning. And it was there were, a lot of the questions were centred around Emil. And this is what he had to say about Emil. He said, well, there's been many reasons why he hasn't started. Obviously, he was out for a long time. And then he had a sequence of matches that he played with the national team. He's talking about the Euros there with, in the summer, the under-21s Euros England won. So he's played more minutes now. And tomorrow he'll have a big chance to show that he could play at this level and can be a really important player for us. Obviously, we speak of our players and we try to explain the reason why we make certain decisions. But he's clear on what he needs to do, which is performing on the pitch and giving the best to win games for us. He's, he's uh, incredibly popular. We all love him. It's no different what the people feel and what we feel about him. But one thing is to be there. The other one is to start. And once you start, you are consistent and stay there. And you have to stay fit as well. He was then asked about Emil's best position. He said best position is to play in those pockets. I think it suits him. I think the relationship will suit him. Now he needs more minutes and needs to prove to us that what he can do. So he says he's not a natural, you know, he's not an out and out winger. And of course, when Smith Rowe was, say, sort of playing all the time, week in, week out, he was playing on the wing for Mikel Arteta. He was playing on the left. But Mikel's saying very much now he sees him as one of those players drifting into the pockets. And I don't know, so... I was looking at some of those comments and, and I just think with Mikel, I, I don't, when he talks about Smith Rowe, there's lots of stuff he says that just doesn't really make that much sense to me. Like when he says he's played more minutes, I mean, he's played a few minutes. He came on for three minutes at the weekend against Tottenham. Um, and he says tomorrow, well, which means tonight, he'll have a big chance to show us that he can play at this level. He's already shown that he can play at this level, Smith Rowe. I don't think he needs to show that he can do that because he's proven that before. He's done it at the very top level for Arsenal in the Premier League proven him he was top goal scorer two seasons ago um in open play and I think it was 10 goals in 33 league games so you know he's already shown he can be an important player and he's always proven he's already proven that he can play at this level so I'm not sure when I see Mikel saying stuff like that I really agree with the way with the sort of explanation he's given him for why he's not playing too much and you know he talks about the injuries but he's not he's been injury free for a long time now you know once he came back from that surgery he had sort of second half last season he was fit the whole time injury free pain free but he just didn't use him he didn't give him the minutes to prove himself and that's where I sort of take exception when I listen to when Mikel talks about him Smith Rowe I don't think a lot of his words make too much sense in terms of the situation and how it's been handled but the good thing is it looks like certain he's going to start tonight and you know, we all saw the reaction Smith Rowe got when he came on the bench when he came off the bench in the game against Man United um 
you know, sorry, against PSV, how popular he is. And the fans love him and they want him because they can see he's just one of the sort of players, Smith Rowe, who gets you off your seat. When he's playing well and he's flying, the way he runs at players, where he can score from midfield, he's just one of those type of players that gets you off your seat and you want to see play. Plus, obviously, he's homegrown, he's a Hale boy, and there's that connection there. And that's why he is so popular. And that's why so many fans want to see him get more minutes and get frustrated when he doesn't get maybe the minutes that he needs to at least show what he can do. And he's almost, I spoke about this on yesterday's show, if you haven't watched it yet, the extra time uh, myself and James Benj put out. And we spoke about it a little bit. And I almost feel like he's under a little bit of unfair pressure now because he doesn't play when he does get some chances, like he will tonight, which will be his first start in 499 days, that he's under so much pressure to perform because if he doesn't, he knows he's not going to get another opportunity. In a way, that's kind of unfair, but then I also think, well, it is elite sport at the end of the day, so you're going to be under that pressure. And he's always been under pressure when he's played. When he came into the team way back when, in that game against Chelsea on Boxing Day, when Arsenal were awful and there was you know, lots of spotlight being shed on the team. He was under pressure then to perform and he did it and he handled it really, really well. So I just hope he handles it well tonight. I hope he plays really well tonight and makes an impact and that leads to him getting more minutes because he's such a talented player. He's got so much to give that you just want to see him given more opportunities and you feel like he needs to take these opportunities to get those extra opportunities. So, so yeah, it's going to be really interesting what happens with Emil. Um, team news ahead of tonight. Mikel was speaking at the press conference yesterday and he basically confirmed there's no Rice, no Trossard, no Martinelli, no Party. Also confirmed there's no Saka on Declan Rice. He said Declan hasn't trained yet. He could not carry on in the game against Tottenham. He wasn't comfortable at all. Hopefully it's not something big. We are confident. He's still uncomfortable. Obviously he had to leave the pitch and that's never a good sign for a player like him. But hopefully he'll progress in the next few days. It's a tough one. Uh, Trossard won't be available. Let's see day by day how he improves and whether he's got a chance for the weekend or not. He did some activity and that's when he felt it. He wasn't comfortable to carry on the session the day before the Spurs game and he hasn't trained yet, so he's not available for tomorrow. He also says tomorrow is too short for Gabriel. Uh, Martinelli, he means, let's see if we still have... Um, let's see if we still have this for the weekend, but those players won't be available tomorrow. Thomas is still not available either. It's a long list, as you said. It's the same with Yuri, and you know that one. And it's a situation we have at the moment. We have to adapt the squad that we have at the moment. It's really short. We need players back. That is for sure. So, yeah, I mean, it is a bit worrying when you look at that. When you look at that uh, injury list at the moment, you haven't even sort of added Saka onto that. He does talk about Saka. He says uh, he was limping quite badly after the Tottenham match. As you know, we had to get him off the field, which is never a good sign as well. He hasn't been able to participate in the training sessions yet. He was then asked, you know, could he be out of Bournemouth this weekend on Saturday? And he said it's a possibility. Yes. So not ideal. A bit worrying when you look at the size of that team, uh, injury list, especially when you look at the importance of the players. There, Thomas Partey, Declan Rice, Gabriel Martinelli, Leandro Trossard, Bukai Saka. I mean, you're talking about really, really influential big players in this Arsenal team. You want them involved. And um, yeah, for them to be out is a worry. The good thing is, as I reported yesterday, Declan Rice's injury is not as bad as it first looked like it might have been. So there is a chance he'll be back for Bournemouth. Thomas Partey, as I said, from my understanding, Thomas Partey is very much hoping he might be able to get back from Manchester City. If he does that, then he's, well, he is ahead of schedule, definitely. But, you know, whether he makes it to Man City, ultimately, that's going to be a decision for Arsenal and for the medical team. But Partey himself is very much targeting that game as a potential match to return. And if that is the case, then that's a good couple of weeks early because uh, initially when the injury happened, they were looking at after the international break. So that's a good sign. Martinelli and Trossard as well, while they're out tonight, you know, they are progressing pretty well. So hopefully they're not going to be out long term 
either. So while right now you look at that injury list and it is a bit of a concern, a bit of a worry, there is sort of light in the end of the tunnel with it. And hopefully they will not be out for too long, barring Yuri and Timber, who, of course, we know is uh, is not going to be back for a while with that um, horrible knee injury he picked up on the opening day of the season. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Okay, let's go with the predicted 11 now, shall we? I'm, this is going to be so wrong and you're all going to laugh at me. Um, and I fully admit this is going to be wrong. It's just really hard because we don't know what Mikel's going to do. We don't know if he's going to give any youngsters a chance Um you know who's going to play where it's honestly this is the this is the hardest one to predict of the season so far for me and this is going to be terribly wrong i know but this is what i'm <laughs> i'm predicting um i'm going ramsdale and goal i think ramsdale plays this one i'd be very very surprised if david Raya comes in i'm going to go with raul waters as the right back um trained a lot trained yesterday with this team i think he might get the nod at right back and that might mean tommy asu playing over on the other side at left back and i've gone for kivior and saliba you know there's even a chance lino Souza, he trained yesterday there's a chance he could potentially be at left back so you could have two youngsters on the fullbacks and that would maybe allow saliba to have the day off and you play t- uh, tommy asu and kivior together at center back um so we'll see what happens there i think Jorginho will play as the six and then going forward this is where I think, you know, it's really hard. I, I put Cozy Adubri there as right winger. I, I, the more I look at that, the more I think, yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't think it'll be. Maybe Vieira will play on the right and then you could potentially play El Elneny and Jorginho in the midfield together with Smith Rowe because I've gone with Havertz as the nine. You know, I think Havertz will play. He didn't play. He didn't start the weekend. I think Mikel wouldn't see this as another chance to try and get him a goal just to boost that confidence level a little bit, make him feel more settled. And I've gone for Havertz playing as the nine. But there is, obviously, he could play Havertz and Smith-Rowe together in the midfield there, ahead of Jorginho. I think Reese will definitely start on the left. And if Havertz does play deeper, then maybe Nketiah will play up front, leading the line. So that's what I've gone for here. It's going to be wrong. Don't take it too seriously or anything like that. Uh, let me know in the comments below as well what starting eleven you would like to see. How you know should anyone be risk? Any of the main players be risk given the the injuries Arsenal already suffering? Let me know your 11s, Put them down. But um, yeah, the more I'm looking at that on screen now, if you're watching this on YouTube, the more I'm doubting myself and thinking that's not going to happen. Is it? He's not going to play Cozy Dubri, but but we shall see. So there, I've gone for Ramsdale, Walters, Saliba, Kivior, Tommy Asu, Jorginho, Vieira, Smith Rowe, Cozy Dubri, Nelson, and Havertz. But I'm sure that will be very very wrong. 
a comment here from Kelvin. Uh, he says, I think we should try Kai as the striker for the Brentford game. And as you see, that's what I initially went with as well. And um, yeah, I, I do agree kind of, Kelvin. Like I said, I think it's really important that Havertz plays this game. You know, he didn't start the weekend. I don't think he'll start against Bournemouth either. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe he will. It depends on if Tommy has the, either of the two left wingers are fit or not. Um, but if they are, I don't think he'll start at Bournemouth. So I see this game as another opportunity for Havertz. And I've quite liked what I've seen of him. When he's played as a nine, I've kind of liked, I've, I've liked that more than when I've seen him play as the left eight at the moment, which in a way is a worry because he's been signed to play the left eight and yet it's not performing very well there. Uh, but it does give you another option up front. And um, so I can see maybe Kai having us play, playing as a central striker. It gives Arsenal more, more of a target man, someone who holds the ball up a little bit more. Um, but we do know Eddie is very strong in this competition. He likes to score goals in the Carabao Cup. So um, maybe Mikel, that will sway Mikel's thinking. And if Gabriel Jesus is going to come back, which I hope he does as the central striker in the Premier League at the weekend against Bournemouth, then, you know, Eddie might be given a bit of a rest and that means he could play tonight. So there are lots, lots of options. It's all up in the air. I mean, if I was Thomas Frank and I was Brentford right now, I wouldn't have a clue what Arsenal are going to do when I'm trying to sort of prepare for the game. I think it's just literally like throwing darts at a dartboard and hoping, you know, seeing what number comes up. It's just so difficult to predict. Um, so we'll see on uh, on that. But yeah, as I said, let me know what you guys think in the comments below in terms of your starting eleven. Uh, before I go today, just needed to mention this, which is really disappointing for Sambi. He's obviously gone over to Luton. He started the season with them, getting lots of minutes in the Premier League. Obviously, Luton is struggling, but for Sambi, you know, it's a really been a really good opportunity to play and get minutes and start to get into a rhythm again. And now he's gone and fallen, I'm really unfortunately foul of another injury. Uh, he's announced it here on his social media. Um, he says he'll be focused on his recovery and support, uh, supporting the team during that time. See you in a couple of months. So it's not even a short-term thing, which is a which is a real blow. Like he says at the top of this, I thought it was time to enjoy playing this beautiful game called football and working hard to help my teammates to reach our goal as a team. So, you know, he looked at this as a real opportunity to get some minutes now and start playing football again, which is obviously what he wants. So to suffer this injury is really, really disappointing for him. And Arsenal will be disappointed as well. You know, they've sent Sambi out on loan to get minutes and play in the Premier League. Um, you know, whether he's got a future at Arsenal is probably unlikely, but... Um, you know, they still wanted to get minutes and then it will certainly help with selling him potentially next summer. So for him to now miss two, a couple of months and you don't know where Luton are going to be when he comes back as the team moved on without him, that sort of thing. It's a real blow for him, really disappointing. I do feel sorry for Sammy. I'm sure he'll come back to Arsenal now and he'll do his recovery there. And then hopefully, you know, maybe they can get him back ahead of schedule and it won't be quite the two months that he's looking at. But really disappointing for Sammy. I do feel sorry for him. All right, that's it from me, everyone, for today's episode. Thank you very much for watching or listening around the world, wherever you have been tuning in from. Uh, do have a very good end to your Wednesday. And if you're going to the match tonight, enjoy it. If you're going to watch it or find somehow a way to watch it, it's not on the UK, it's not live on the UK over here, obviously. Uh, I hope you enjoy the games and I'll be back tomorrow to discuss what's hopefully going to be a nice Arsenal victory in the League Cup. Speak to you soon, everyone. Bye-bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. 
Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.